Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Keep those texts coming through as well. Uh, you're listening to us on the SEN app, so you just push the button, basically. Uh, this one from uh, Paramat. G'day, Paramat. Uh, I'm glad you're listening. Chris, if you're a Galo's pie man... Uh, where do we punters get a pair of the budgie smugglers that Tom Burgess was sporting last week that says big on meat from Paramat? Uh, Paramat, I'll tell you, I think they are limited edition only, special edition. They're a corporate do, and I think uh, Garlo's Pies have given them out to uh, uh, some media people, including myself and a few players as well. Uh, but I tell you what, you can get in touch with Garlo's Pies on all social media and ask the question. They might well be selling them. Um out of their bakery there. So um, just keep looking and, and you might well find yourself a pair. I've got a pair and I wear them every day and I wear them proudly as well. Um, sure yeah, you do. Probably enough yes. said. Yes. Probably enough said uh, on on that. But uh, thanks, Paramat, for listening and to all of our others who have uh, text through. Great to have your company. All right, let's keep on. Let's keep on going because there's plenty for us to get through and uh, still talking rugby league. Next up, we've got the NRL economist. Now, he normally joins uh, Jimmy Smith uh, generally on a Thursday or at least uh, once a week. Uh, Rami Hayder joins us, the NRL economist. Uh, how are you, Rami? Hey, Chris. How's it, how are things? Well, we keep him busy. Keep him busy. All sorts of things happening here, left, right and centre. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll trundle through. And how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Enjoying the Olympics, I can tell you. Sort of, um, you know, I, I'm sort of a big fan of the uh, basketball, so hopefully yeah. the boomers do well. Oh, how good are they going? Going absolutely brilliantly. All right, mate. Well, on, on the rugby league front, um, there's been a lot happening in the past few days and um, players going here, there and everywhere and, and clubs reportedly talking to other clubs about player switches. Uh, last week, we saw Tavita Pangai Jr., who is uh, signed from uh, the Broncos to Canterbury for next year, but he's on a short-term deal uh, at Penrith Panthers. And we're just seeing today, in fact, uh, Dale Copley joining uh, the Roosters from, again, Brisbane Broncos on a short-term deal. Um, are they smart moves, these short-term deals, in your opinion? Oh, look, I think it's a really interesting one, particularly the Tevito Pangai one, because Ivan Cleary, obviously, is a very measured coach. He's got a great demeanour about him and, he, they would have thought long and hard before they would have purchased Tevita. Um, in my mind, it, it, there's two factors that come into play. Obviously, the, the, the first one is the financial implications and is it possible to squeeze the guy into your cap? Yeah. But then, then on the other hand, you've got the other unintended consequence and that is on team cohesion. So when you've got the likes of Spencer Lanui, who's on the bench there and he might be sitting back and, and thinking, well, hang on a second. I, I thought I was next in line and, you know, I was perhaps getting 30 to 40 minutes of game time. Is that going to impact the amount of minutes that I get now? And, you know, ultimately, it, it can have a bit of a destabilizing effect on, on the team. So, look, I'm sure Ivan Cleary sort of thought that out and they've really nutted down, you know, how they're going to sell it, so to speak, to the to his teammates. Mm. Um, it'll be, it, it's going to be a really interesting one. But... You know, you do have to keep in mind that when you're bringing in guys, 
mid-season, it can have a bit of a destabilising effect. I take your point uh, on that, and the team dynamics are a really important thing, uh, particularly running into the finals. Um, but you've also got to look at the side of the coin with Penrith. A lot of injuries at the moment, and we know that James Fisher-Harris, he'll be missing for a few weeks as well uh, for, for personal reasons. He's leaving the bubble, and then we'll have to quarantine again. I understand that um, Tavita Pangai Jr., I think he could have actually been available for selection this week. I, I may be wrong, but... Um, Ivan Cleary has decided uh, not to bring him into uh, into the squad for this week. Yeah, no, it's a tricky one, uh, Rami. I, I, I get exactly what you're saying there. But for some clubs, uh, a mid-season switch can be effective. And, and if you get the player for the right price, I guess that's the secret. Like Penrith, they had to free up, I think, about $150,000 of their cap uh, to make the move. And, and how they do that, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. As you just said a moment ago, it, you know, first and foremost, you know, you need to be able to squeeze them into your cap. But it, it can work, you know. Um, if I kind of, if I take you back to 1995, where the Canterbury Bulldogs purchased uh, Rod Silver mid-season, mm-hmm. and he turned out to be a fantastic purchase, playing at fullback there yeah. for him. Yeah, good old Rocket Rod, and he he really sparked their attack um, in a season where they weren't doing too well, and until sort of towards the end of the, the year, they kind of had a a bit of friction amongst the squad and they, you know, Chris Anderson organised a bit of a, a sit-down and tell-all and, and, and made sure that, you know, all, all the guys were back on board and enjoying each other's company from that point onwards. And, um, yeah, so Rocket Rod, he, he, he was a fantastic mid-season purchase. That it can sort of have that positive impact in terms of performance. It's not, I'm not sort of uh, just putting, putting down all mid-season purchases as a negative, but, um, you know, right place, right time, right, you know, yeah, right sort of and if the money, yeah, if, if the money works for both parties, and the other the other thing too, away from money, um, you've got a player if he's not getting a run, like Dale Copley at Brisbane, he's not getting a run up there, and the Roosters they need an outside back, so there's a perfect fit. You've got someone at Manly like George Defua, he can't crack it into the first grade team, and if another team can use him, well, it's sort of a win win on all fronts. Yeah, particularly for the young guys that are, you know, not really getting a run at their clubs. I, I can understand that situation. And, you know, I, conversely, I understand, you know, the likes of the Roosters purchasing players because th- their their injury rate's just been astronomical this year. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted that they're doing so well despite all of those injuries. It's such a strong culture at their club. So, mm. you know, kudos to Trent Robinson. But, um, yeah, definitely it's... It's a tricky one, and and it need, really needs a lot of depth in terms of the thought process behind these decisions. I'm talking to Rami Hader. Uh, this section he's called the NRL Economist. So for our listeners, Rami, your background then um, you've been around the game for a while. Yeah, look, I, I've been writing uh, freelance journalism. Sort of has been my go for the last 15 to 16 years. Uh, I joined the Manly Seagulls as their innovation consultant at the beginning of this year. So that's across both commercial and football departments. Uh, most of my work kind of centres around the football department and, and working with theirs in terms of just coming up, coming up with different strategic ideas to implement into the game plan. All right. You talked, Rami, you talked about um, cohesion. So you, you've been around games and clubs for, for or clubs rather, for a long time. Um, it's a really important element to success in any club. Uh, we talk about dynamics and cohesion. They might be sound like throwaway words, but clubs spend a lot of time um, building this almost intangible asset. Definitely, yeah. So quite often fans are looking at 
basic statistics uh, like line breaks, missed tackles and so forth, but the biggest determinant of on-field success across the globe in any sport is actually team cohesion. So, you know, you go back to that, you know, cliche of, you know, team of champions or a champion team. And the idea of team cohesion is how well all team members are unified in executing the coach's direction. So they need to be really, really well connected. They don't have to necessarily like each other's company, you know, outside of the football environment. But when they're training, when they're playing, they need to be really united in the same purpose. And as I just said a moment ago, executing that coach's direction to a T. And um, so to, to give you an example of what I mean, uh, a couple of years back, a, a coach uh, mentioned to me about, you know, trying to drive that cohesion. And he said, we're going to take the boys away on a trip, you know, and that will really help them bond together. And I explained to him, look, in my mind, that's not, that's not cohesion. Mm. Bonding is just solidifying the existing connections within the squad. Mm. Team cohesion is about kind of flipping the traditional hierarchy where you got the young guys feeling empowered by the senior guys, and that connection is really strong from top to bottom, all the way across the squad. And in my mind, that's what Team Cohesion is all about. Mm. All right, mate. That's always it's always interesting to have a chat, Rami, and uh, appreciate you jumping on the line. Enjoy the rest of uh, your week, and we'll chat again next week if that's okay. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, mate. There he is, Rami Hader, and uh, been around uh, a lot of clubs for a while. Uh, currently with Manly Seagulls up there on the Northern Beaches. And uh, he is uh, he's the NRL economist. We'll take a short break and back with more.